0: Growing the Game with Ballsy is a podcast dedicated to growing the game of football in Saskatchewan. Each week, Michael Ball will talk with rider guests, but he'll also highlight amateur athletes, coaches, and builders in his province growing the game we love. Now, here's Ballsey. Growing the game with Ballsy brought to you by Face First Medical Aesthetics Above Gabos on Dudeney Avenue, by Pizza Hutts in Saskatchewan and David Dubay in the Concord group of companies, by Paul Rivier and his great family, Rivier Ag Seeds out there in Radville. By Mark Greshner Photography. Check out his awesome work at markgreshner.com. If you want to get in the real estate game, do it with Paul Waldo at Royal LePage in Regina, 306-502-5355. Building the gridiron stars of tomorrow today. That's what SAS Selects Football does out at the R ER Center there in Moose Jaw with Deb and Zelko Stefanovic. Also, Double Z Egg Sales in Weyburn. For grain hauling, grain marketing, and crop insurance, check out Double Z Egg Sales in Weyburn. Well, on January the 20th, we lost a sporting icon here in Regina as Warren Woods from STV and Global, then later from the radio, passed away at the age of 66 from complications due to COVID-19. He definitely touched so many in this community. He was so many things to so many people. To me, he helped me get into the business, as I said in an earlier installment here of Growing the Game with Ballsy, but we knew him primarily from TV, STV, and Global, and on this edition of Growing the Game with Ballsy, I'll catch up with a couple of his colleagues, Ron Rimmer, who we got to start with over there at STV, and then Craig Adam as well, as we look back at the great life and career of Warren Woods. And all right, our next guest here in Growing the Game with Ballsy, a longtime buddy of mine, Ron Rimmer. Now, when I say it's 11 o'clock. And this is Sportsline. What do you think, Rimbo?
1: <laughs> I smile from ear to ear. No question about that. I love that uh, intro. And uh, it's kind of funny. Over the years, I've uh, uh, met uh, younger people, or at least that were young uh, back then. Uh, uh, one girl was, uh, I think, 10 or 11 years old uh when she used to watch the show with her dad, and her dad used to say to her, it's 11 o'clock and it's bedtime. <laughs> hey, uh, Ron,
0: I uh, I got my break in the business starting out with you and Warren Woods. It was great working with you guys behind the scenes and then got into radio. Um, did Was your career ever any better than that? I mean, I know maybe you went for more money other places, but the actual job, was it any better than that in that setting with Warren Woods?
1: No, it wasn't. Uh, You know, uh, Balzi, as uh, you said, uh, uh, it's great to chat again and uh, get back together again. I just wish it wasn't under these circumstances. No, that show was special. Listen, uh, Warren and I weren't the greatest sportscasters uh, of all time. We certainly weren't the best looking. But uh, that show was special. Um, You know, it was always my dream to... uh, do a sports show. Listen, I, I think, uh, you don't need a suit and a tie to do sports. That's not sports sports are games. Games are supposed to be fun. You got to have fun with it. You got to be like, you're sitting in a pub, having a cold one and, uh, talking sports. And, uh, that was always our approach. And, uh, uh, you know, we used to have guys that would get together at one guy's house in, uh, one guy's man cave, uh, every night and, uh, watch us, uh, it was a very special time, and uh yeah, uh, the answer to your question is, my career has never been as great as that show,
0: yeah, that is you know what It wasn't about suits but one of my favorite episodes. I forget what 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 why you were wearing tuxedos, but you were wearing tuxedos in one of the episodes,
1: yeah, that was our one thousand show, It also happened to coincide with me uh leaving for. Edmonton, So we made it a special night and, uh, it's a night I'll never forget one of the greatest nights of my life. The other one that stands out is, uh, you know, one day, uh, you'll remember recall when John Candy and Gretzky owned the uh, Toronto Argonauts. Right. And uh, I was at riders practice and I saw Candy and I thought, you know what, I'm going to ask him to come on our Riders show. And, uh, I walked up to him thinking he would just tell me to buzz off. (laughs) But he was such a nice man. Not only did he come and do the show with us, it was awesome. Uh, Greatest night of my life. Uh, But he stayed with us for three or four hours afterwards and hung out. Just uh, a great, great man.
0: Yeah, it's sad that those two guys are gone now. Warren Woods and John Candy. Hard to to believe, isn't it? So um, what's the first thing that ran through your mind when you heard Warren had passed on?
1: Uh, well, obviously, uh, sadness. This COVID is an awful, awful disease. Uh, but uh, just how close we were. We had a partnership. We worked together, and we were also very good friends. Um, you know, we had a lot in common. Uh, of course, the Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> but we also had our differences. He was a Yankees fan. I was a Blue Jays fan. Just a great man who uh, would do anything for anybody. Had time for everybody. Um, I, I miss him already. Were
0: you the same person or a different person? Like you had a. I worked behind the scenes with you a little bit, okay? So and I can't say I'm an expert, but you, you, he had, he kind of had more of the uh, laid back, uh, things don't get to me too much mentality. Where Ron Rimmer was more like Michael Ball. You were kind of on the edge. You were excitable.
1: Would would I be characterizing that right? You characterize it exactly right. He was the voice of reason. I was the voice of chaos. It's <laughs> a good, it's a good way to put it. Was it instant chemistry with Warren and I? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I do think it, uh, it worked well because we were different people. Um, you know, we, uh, we got along uh, fine together, but we were different.
0: Yeah. You know what I love about that era is that, like, there was no social media. Like, if you wanted highlights, you had to go to Ron Rimmer and Warren Woods. That's where you got your junior football highlights, your high school football highlights. You're, like, that's gone now. Like, you you can, you you know, with the cameras and social media and everything, you got it. I loved that era.
1: Uh, so did I. Uh, it was very important to me to shoot high school football, and of course the Rams we had uh, uh, was the best time of my life as well. I I loved associating with, uh, you were a player at that time, and uh, a darn good receiver (laughs) from what I recall. Um, Those were the greatest days of my life, and it, it has a lot to do with organizations such as the Regina Rams. Listen, I've had a pretty long career, and uh, covered Stanley Cups and Grey Cups and everything else but uh, times were never as good as my time with the Regina Rams. Uh, you guys were always always at or near the top. You can't meet a former Regina Ram that's not a fine upstanding member of the community uh, such as yourself. Uh, if it was and I uh, is now, that it's university football, a very, very special organization.
0: So I'll let you think for a second. I want you to give me a real good uh, Warren Woods story to to close, but you're mentioning the Rams. So one of my first uh, forays into doing football play-by-play, I was the color man for Warren Woods. And Warren like the smoke and he liked the smoke from what i know when he got really nervous he'd start almost like chain smoking so the hilltops are driving on us and we're protecting a lead and he lights up a smoke as the play by play guy and the 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 pass is thrown into the flats and the rams pick it off and they're bringing it back the other way for a touchdown and he starts <laughs> he starts coughing in the middle of the call so i have to pick up the call midstream as the as the color guy and we go to break and he goes Oh, man, thanks for picking me up on that one. But I was, like, what is, I was like, what is going on? Do you have a real good Do you have a real good Warren Wood story you could share with us, Ron?
1: Yeah, I do. Um, you know, uh, it worked well with Warren and I because we were different people. Uh, you know, uh, it, it took a long time to put that show together. Usually both of us worked on it together. But uh, in the summertime, I played ball. Mm-hmm. And in the wintertime, he curled. So I would cover for him when he was curling and uh, out and about, and he would cover for me when I was out playing ball, right? Right. Because he'd come back a little late from dinner. Right. Um, so one day he goes to uh, some sort of curling event, and uh, he comes back, and I take one look at him, and I said, "Warren, there's no way you can go on the air. There's just no way. He says, ah, I'm fine. You know, don't worry about it, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. blah. And I said, uh, no, I don't think you can. And he says, I can. And I said, all right. So uh, we go on the air and uh, not really even looking at him at first. And then I look over at him about 10 seconds before we're going to go on the air. And he's got his shirt misbuttoned about three split places. <laughs> and, uh Yeah, he was in fine, fine shape that day.
0: (laughs) Oh, Rimbo, I love it, man. Hey, uh, I really appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to uh, remember our buddy Warren Woods. Thanks for this, Ron.
1: Thank you so much, and you take care. God bless.
0: All right, earlier this week, uh, we lost uh, one of the good guys. Everybody's friend, as I like to say, Warren Woods, longtime broadcaster in the sporting world here in Regina. Didn't, Didn't grow up here, but came here and became one of our own. I think he signed on with STV September 6, 1987, if I'm not mistaken. On this podcast, we're talking to a couple of his colleagues, two of his sidekicks, However, you want to look at it, Batman or Robin, Robin or Batman, one of them. Craig Adam joining me now. Hi, Craig. How are you, my friend?
2: Hey, I'm good, Ballzy. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, so uh, you know the dust has settled a little bit. I don't think it'll ever uh, will ever get over it. But uh, just your thoughts on so not only your colleague but one of your best pals in life, Warren Woods, passing away.
2: Yeah, really a shocker, and uh, certainly um, has really left a hole in 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 the community. Not just in Regina, Ballsy, but uh, you know right around. Right around Saskatchewan, and, and quite frankly, uh, across Canada, he he touched a lot of lives, you know, uh, with with that sports line show, and then of course getting into radio um, as well. Like, you know, think about it, you know, uh, him covering, you know, the curling and the high school sports and the university athletics, and you know, now these people are are, are parents and their grandparents and their kids, and it just it just goes on and on and on, and uh, a huge hole left in the community with with him passing for sure.
0: Yeah, let's talk about uh, amateur sports because my podcast deals with football. And of course, I got into this business. I was the color voice uh, with the Rams. He was the play-by-play guy to start. Um, and he loved the Rams. He loved the Thunder. He loved the high school football. He was really into amateur sports.
2: Well, and you know, there's no social media back in the late 80s and, uh, in, and in the 90s for yeah. that matter too. And the only place that you could get your amateur sports highlights was tuning into Sportsline at night, like that's the only place you could get it. Like, what other sportscast, like a half-hour show, would you be leading with O'Neill against Tom yeah, that's and LeBoldis right. against and then LeBoldis against Campbell, like, like no other place. And then, and then you've got the NHL and everything after that. Like, so people would beg their parents to stay up at night. Just so they could catch, you know, their buddies uh, making a tackle or throwing a touchdown, and then they'd be talking about it in school the next day. Yeah, Warren Wood said my name last night, and and now these guys are are doctors and lawyers and and they're broadcasters and they're and they're in the community and they're um, and these are the memories that these guys have of Warren, and and that's and the thing is, and then they would see him out and about, and Warren would remember. And he would remember, you know, some of those games. And, and he certainly remembered the players, especially the Rams. Like he was, mm-hmm. he, he, he loved those Rams, boy, and, and uh, he, he talked about them a lot.
0: Yeah, we uh, treat him like an alumni for sure.
2: Hey, uh, Craig, did you guys instantly hit it off? Well, we first met, I first met Warren Woods um, at the 1993 Tankard in Yorkton. I was working at the TV station in Yorkton at the time and of course STV and Warren was one of uh the the guys that really uh pushed um SAS curling and STV to broadcast these these curling events. So Warren was one was very instrumental in that by the way. And so STV is covering the 1993 tankard in Yorkton uh Randy Wojtowicz I think beat Ritzik that year. So I met Woodsy there. Long story short, a few years later I apply for the job um in, in Regina and keep in mind the Tankard back then was sponsored by Labatt's and that was the last time the media got free booze because it was a <laughs> it was a it was a gong show like there was parties till late at night and we were at a house party and there bikers showed up and Woodsy and me and and uh, oh it was just it was it was crazy and so when I applied for the job here in Regina and I uh, Warren says have we met before and I said Well, we have at the 93 Tankard in Yorkton. And he's like, oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Because he knew how how much of a gong show that was. And so anyway, uh, next thing I know, I get the job like the next day or the two days later. Maybe he thought I was going to blackmail him or something like that. So we instantly hit it off and and uh and you could tell with the chemistry on that show i mean we, yeah, we really had fun it was like it was almost like it wasn't a job um it it really was fun and you know you don't have many coworkers, you know throughout our career where you you keep in touch with because they come and they go and and or you don't even become you kind of are acquaintances but not friends uh but he truly was a friend and, and we stayed in touch for for years it's been 20 years since i left when's the last time you talked to him well, I communicated with him when he went into the hospital uh, at the end of November. And, uh, you know, I told him, hey, I'll go pick up your car, because, uh, you know, he had driven himself to the hospital. And uh, I said, hey, I'll go get your car. It's parked on Dudney by the Pasqua Hospital, and then they transferred him to the general, and he didn't want it left there. Yeah. So he says, yeah, that'd be great, uh, Craig. Of course, he calls me Pecchio, that was yeah. my nickname. and. Yeah you know, yeah, Peck, that'd be great if you could just pick it up and, and I'll come get it in a few days when, you know, when I get out of here. Well, he never got out of there, and uh, that was the last time we communicated, you know, with him. Now, he, um, you know, he had a tough go there in the hospital. He, we thought he was turning the corner, and, and, uh, and you know, he did become, you know, awake and, and lucid, and, um, you know, we were able to, my wife and I were able to um, speak to him And he was able to hear us, and and he acknowledged us us through the cell phone um, in the hospital. So we were able to talk to him at that point, but, you know, it's it's really shocking because you know 2 months ago we would have been having a beer together.
0: Yeah, tra- tragic for sure. Uh Craig, you got a couple I know you kind of touched on the 93 tankard, and I imagine there would be a lot of stories coming out of that. Mm-hmm. But do you have a couple of good Warren Wood stories cuz he was he I had a couple of my own. Everybody it seems has a Warren Wood story with that
2: booming laugh. Well, he had that bo- <laughs> he had that booming laugh and and you know, we we tried to uh uh, keep it fun on the air. And, you know, he certainly had a lot of a lot of good times. And, and we always used to try to, you know, get each other um, to laugh on the air, right? And uh, I remember yeah. we were covering the, the Scotty's Tournament of Hearts was here. And, um, you know, of course, we're doing highlights on, on the air. And, and what the viewers don't realize, they don't see, Warren and I are, are looking at each other and the viewers only see the video and the highlights. Um, so it was my call and I was doing some curling highlights. And then after my highlights, it was supposed to go to Warren up on camera. Right. Well, this one uh, skipped and uh, will remain nameless. But she was probably like built, probably like Krutoff, like probably like five to 220. Like she was a very nice lady, but she was like a fire hydrant, <laughs> and uh, and, uh, and very nice. And so, <laughs> and so and so and so uh, so she. It was her final stone, and like flashed it through the house. And I I on my call I said and. She is wide and heavy on her final stone. (laughs) And I looked over at Woodsy, and of course, the the viewers can't see us. And he's like, you son of a gun. Like, I'm (laughs) And so then it comes back on him, and it took him every ounce in his body not to crack up. And uh, afterwards, we got off the air, and he's like, Jesus, what are you doing to me? I'm like, yeah, well... (laughs) (laughs) because <laughs> he had no idea that was coming Why
0: right did have, Hey, tell me about the tell me about the uh the country squire hotel and fort capel story because that's a good one.
2: Oh well you know at the top of our show you know it would be hey you know you know it's 11 o'clock and this is sports line and and then we'd say hey before the show we'd say hey what do you want to talk about off the top because usually it's a little banter and and things like that and it was at the time that there was a uh, a news story, which was which was actually the ten thirty news, which was right before we went on the air. Uh, this fellow in Fort Qu'Appelle decided that it was a good idea to get a private vasectomy <laughs> in the Squire Hotel yeah, yeah. in Fort Qu'Appelle, and let's just say it didn't end well. Right. And so uh, Warren and I were invited out to Katipua by Scott Knapp. You know, everybody loves Scott Knapp. Mm-hmm. The pro was at Tor Hill, and then he's out there and to come golfing out there. And I said, well, Warren, let's, uh, why don't you just ask about our golf game at Katepwa? Okay. That sounds good. He has no idea what I'm going to say. So, okay. Uh, (laughs) welcome to the sports line. Uh, yeah, Craig, uh, what about this, uh, you know, the golf game there out out at, uh, you know, Katepwa. And, uh, I said, well, no, it was pretty good day. And, but, you know, uh, and I only lost two balls, which apparently isn't uncommon in the Quapel Valley. <laughs> <laughs> uh... and, and, and at the time I was saying it, and of course our news director uh, is always watching our cats at night, and, and he saw us starting this banter, but he knew where it was going. Uh-huh. And he's like, don't say it, don't say it, don't, and I did. And he thought there was going to be a flood of, phone calls and emails the next day from angry viewers well guess what we knew our audience we knew who was watching and everybody that that we saw after that thought it was the funniest thing ever and we yeah so those are just some of the things that that we always had uh had a good laugh about right so
0: i think the thing that would smooth it over with the viewers was his laugh his laugh kind of you know, it kind of smoothed things over. It was like an inviting laugh. It was like, if Warren's laughing, I can laugh, and let's let's all laugh. You know the other thing about Warren Woods? He was never alone at an event. Like, you know never. what I mean? Like, I've caught myself sitting alone at a table. I don't know if you have, but Warren Woods was never alone at an event. He was There was always somebody around
2: him. Somebody always went to talk to him because he was that... Uh, that type of guy that would always be there and, and talk to you, whether he knew them or not.
0: Yeah, no. And,
2: uh, you know, that's just kind of the guy. And, and people would come up to us. Like, we, we would get off the air at 1130. Keep in mind that, you know, everybody else is 5 o'clock. That was our 1130. So you know we're still awake. We're we're you know pretty jump jacked up because we just finished work and finished the sportscast, and uh, we'd go out for beers after. Yeah. And of course you know only usually one or two, yeah. and then go home. But while everybody was pretty primed, by the time we would go out, and of course everybody wanted to talk to us because we you know whatever was going on at the time, and you know it was the NHL playoffs one time, and you know and Woods, you're like, hey, this guy comes up and he's plastered. <laughs> He's like, hey, I got sports line guys. Yeah, I got I got two words for you guys. This is the NHL playoffs yep. that started. I got two words for you. Flyers. <laughs> 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 got two words. Flyers. And then, so, and so, Whitney and I start laughing because the guy didn't even know what he said. Well, I tell you what, that was probably like 1998, that story. And Warren would have told me that story this past summer. Like, he tells the same stories over and over and over. If he said it once, he said it a thousand times. But you know what? I would never stop him from telling those stories because I wanted to see if he could get through those stories without mm-hmm. laughing. And and then even if he did, I wanted I wanted to hear that laugh anyway. Yeah. And, uh, every, you know, everybody tries to impersonate his laugh, and it's, it's quite funny and it's quite remarkable. But those are the... Um, those are the fun times because he was such an approachable guy, right? Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. you know, so that was that was the good the good things about him for sure.
0: Lastly, uh, you're uh, you're kind of speaking on behalf of the family as two kids, Chris and Nicole. Just uh, if you wanted to impart some words to to people listening to this podcast on behalf of them.
2: Well, I mean, it's I appreciate that, and you know, it's been really tough on on them, you know, for sure. And you know, his daughter Nicole is, has been out here from Ottawa since since the first part of December, and, you know, she's been super solid. She did some media interviews uh, early on when they started that GoFundMe, and, um, you know, on behalf of, like, her and, and then his son Chris lives out in Kelowna, and, you know, they they just, you know, the staff at the General Hospital has just been outstanding, the, the doctors and the nurses, and, and they, they they have a lot of gratitude towards them and wanted to thank them, of course, and, uh, and you know, in the community, like, you know, yourselves and all the other media outlets and 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 then the the stories that are coming forward, like just the outpouring of love and support from the from the community, they they're really overwhelmed. But you know, at the uh, at the end of the day, it's comforting, and I think it's comforting for them. It's comforting for all of us, and um, you know, for you and I to talk about it. I think it's it helps that grieving process, right? Because. That's how we want to remember him, and and it's good to talk about it. Uh, I don't think it's good to keep it inside, and I I think that a lot of people are doing that. I had a random guy call me this week. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was in between some television interviews, and just this random number called me on my phone. I'm like, well, I better pick it up. And he's a guy, and he says, hey, Craig, you don't know me. My name's Rob. I'm from McLean. And he starts crying on the phone. and. Then I start crying, yeah. and I'm like, God, and then he said, I remember watching you guys, and I just want to pass my condol." And then, so he's crying, and I'm crying, I'm driving down, uh, like, fast <laughs> drive, and, and then he says, well, i got a funny story for you that'll that'll make us stop crying. I'm okay, what is it? And he says, well, you guys were doing Regina Pat's highlights one night, and, you know, they've got these intermission um, You know, games and contests, and they they blindfolded a couple guys and they have to run across the goal line. Well, one guy hits the crossbar and like gets leveled onto (laughs) the ice, and Woodsy says, and it was the hardest hit of the night. (laughs) <laughs> and so he tells me this story. So I'm thinking, okay, this story is probably like 1998, 99, or who knows when that was. And, and he says, my son lives in Kelowna now, and he's in his 30s, and we were laughing about that the other day. Well, here's a guy probably in his 50s. Yeah. And, sons, and here they are talking about this story that they remember from a long time ago that has stuck with them from Warren Woods. Yeah. And, and he felt this need to, to call And to connect. Um, And that's the way the community, that kind of encapsulates how the community's feeling right now. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Right? I, I just, I really do believe that.
0: And I think this, and and lastly, we can speak to this, this business uh, that you've left to go to real estate, uh, uh, but the one that we were in together and I'm still in can be very shallow at times, a lot of backstabbing and a lot of uh, competitiveness. I know Warren and I went up against each other uh, with pre and post game shows, me on my station, he on his for the rider games. But like I said, we'd always end with a bro hug on the sidelines. And the one thing about Warren is he he's like, you know, when you're in rock and you play, you love elton john and billy Joel, but they don't fit in with the metallica or the van halen or acdc you play but those artists transcend genres he transcended the the cattiness of media i think like he was just he was warren woods he was just a good dude who cared who he worked
2: for it didn't matter yeah it didn't matter and i don't think it mattered to the anybody in the media as well like like you said it's a it is a competitive business but at the end of the day you're you're still colleagues. And, and you're still friends, and, and you still have to go to work. You still have to put your pants on the same way as everybody else. You still have to pay your bills, yeah. um, all of those things, right? And, and I think people have to keep that in perspective.
0: Thanks for this, Craig. I really appreciate it. Some great stories there for our buddy Warren Woods. Thank you, buddy.
1: My pleasure.